0: Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Q&A Quest. I am your host, Mike Apps, a.k.a. Wheels, and with me as always...
1: Ping timeout! Wait, no, Fanboy Master. David McBurney. Whatever you prefer.
0: And our recurring guest... Eric RPG.
2: All right. Hi, guys. I feel
1: like I should one day like just start making a list of who has appeared most often, because it's basically just going to be like, has Eric or Gaijin like, won the battle to the death? <laughs> But we're always happy to
0: have them. <laughs> yes, uh, and we do have to get Lowell Wolf's back on again at some yeah, point. Yeah, too long. He sends in so many questions. Anyway, um, <laughs> I put in some random notes on some of the sort of non-question responses from our last episode, which include. Uh, as expected, there were lots of people confused about what exactly the freaking Wii U was.
1: Yeah, as it turns out.
0: Yeah. It's a Wii University. That's what it is.
1: Oh, finally. Yeah. I can go to, to Wii University, get my degree, and... uh, Okay, I don't Waggles. have a good joke to end this on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a few... Uh, Marketing. A few... Waggle uh tech got a few anecdotes about that, and uh, Kaijin uh, apparently says we mispronounced some of the Atelier main protagonist names. Oh,
2: probably constantly.
0: I, I don't know which ones. Well, um,
2: the name it's of Atelier itself. I'm sure we put Atelier,
1: Atelier. Oh,
2: whatever. Some people think it's Atelier, but it's actually actually, I've heard a French person pronounce it. It's Atelier.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
2: Duly noted.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, Gaijin apparently thought it was a full episode on the series, which uh, we're probably going to have to do at this point now. Um, we'll
1: do
2: that once I actually have like
1: money in the budget to play them. <laughs> I
2: think it might be Atelier if you're French-Canadian. Oh, man. Quebecois.
0: Bonjour. Um... And apparently I mispronounced the name of Mugen Souls, and I don't care. I mean, like,
1: I've, I, I've at this point given up on trying to correct him to pronounce it Mugen
0: Souls. Yeah, so. I don't care. I will mispronounce the, the hell that out the of it. That's like people Mugen that want to
2: say Yang instead of Yang.
0: Mugen Souls, Mugen Souls. Uh, Surprisingly, I still have not been gifted that game on Steam, which is shocking.
1: That would
2: involve having transacted money to purchase it enough. Yeah,
0: I'm sure it's been, like, super it's cheap. It's funny
2: how, knowing how to pronounce games in the PS1 era, and then you hear how it ain't pronounced. Like, like, Song from Final Fantasy VII was... I always thought it was sang for some reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it looked like to me, because I was like, oh, I don't know how to read very well, and also this game's translation is horrible. <laughs> uh... Hmm what you gonna do excited to hear his voice and then enjoy like the fact that he disappears from the story but apparently doesn't die he, he died and then he was given a phoenix down <laughs> the The one good phoenix down was taken to use on him instead of Aerith
0: yeah that sounds it about also, right speak, Speaking and then, and then of, he supposedly
2: well,
1: died again in avid children Speaking of childhood ignorance It took me a very long time to realize That Phoenix Down
2: referred to feathers <laughs> <laughs> I mean you it's never so looked that. at a pillowcase Before hmm? You know you walk in a store It tells you Downs
1: Yeah I didn't
2: I was not commonly in Like stores that
1: sold Bedding items Yeah hmm. <sighs> Long stories. Long stories. Many long stories. Let's, let's, let's All move right, on anyway. to an actual
0: question. Yes. Uh, so our first question is from Victar, and it is, the discussion of how game rental services impacted game development and localization in the past was quite quite insightful. How do you think rental and streaming services are affecting game development in the present and potentially the future?
1: I don't think they are anymore. <laughs> I think it's like huge games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does
2: Japan have a digital, like service like PlayStation Now?
3: I think PS or is Now is
2: US in Japan? Thing? but I just don't think it it's successful at all. Yeah. So um, that but, is a rental service, and they don't have they have a ban on rentals, so I wonder how they even let that through. No,
0: it's, it's okay. It's no like, no one's pro- no one, It's not su- a
2: physical good, so it's okay. No one subscribes <laughs> probably to PS is Now actually anyway. part of it
0: No one subscribes <laughs> to PS Now anyway, so it's okay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like, yeah, it's, like it's, it's too bothly to, expensive to make it
0: worthwhile. There's nothing even Netflix on there to play. play.
2: <laughs> like, also, there's nothing you
0: need on to, there to play.
2: You're gonna
1: run into bugs if your connection hiccups at all. Like it's just.
2: <sighs> but
3: like it's it's so weird.
2: Which, I need I need to recall Spectrum because they took over Time Water. I want to renegotiate the terms of my pricing if they're offering better prices for what I'm paying, or I just pay what I'm paying now for better service.
3: That
0: sounds like a nice idea. But yeah, I think yeah, yeah use games is the big uh, thing.
1: Like the rise of it. video game as service, the rise of trying to sell you on the idea of like, not all the games there when you first buy it, you
0: <coughs> the game
1: and play it again later when more stuff is out. Like part of that is to try to sell you more game at once, but also part of it is like don't sell it back, don't sell it to someone else, keep it, keep playing it so that you don't like that by the time that you might think to sell it back, it won't have any value anyway.
0: Yeah, so you think things like Destiny, uh, Overwatch... Destiny
1: um... and Overwatch, like, the emphasis on multiplayer, the emphasis on, like, continuing, like, community-based games, the emphasis on, like... Uh, just again, like season passes as a concept exists because, like, well, you can't sell the game until the season's over, until there's no more content
2: for it. It's like there's still going to be more game here.
1: Like the rise of video oh, games. you care has... about season
2: passes, from my my experience, season passes aren't even worth it because the content they put out is not worth it.
1: Like they're generally not worth it, but at the same time, the the concept exists to try to convince you you still need to hang on to this game. Yeah. Like, even stuff like FF15's, like, we are going to make improvements to, like, Chapter X. It's like, on some level, it's to improve the game.
3: Yeah,
1: that one's free, but it's also, like, the game, you as you have played it, is still not finished. And you can still, like, come back to it, and you will have a new experience the next time.
0: Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be paid content. You I mean, you look at stuff like uh, Rainbow Six Siege... Or oh yeah, Overwatch.
1: Like, anything with, like, premium elements that, like, focuses on multiplayer has that as well. Yeah,
0: but, I mean, they'll just add stuff for free, but, you know, like Dave said, the idea is uh, hang on to the game, keep playing, and, you know, new stuff will come to it. Uh, so there's no reason yeah. to get rid of it.
1: Yeah, the rise of game-as-service comes from this fear of used games. Like, the rental market is so small at this point, like, half the game's that might theoretically have cared about it at one point, like, oh, I can go to Redbox, I guess, and they will stock three big games and nothing else. So, like,
3: mm-hmm.
1: rental as a cert, like, I guess I can GameFly, but the only people doing that are people that like. You can't rental proof those because they're indefinite rental periods.
2: Mhm. So. And I think like, the price tag is still a little pricey. I mean, it's pricier than even Netflix is for yeah. the disc service.
0: Yeah. It definitely doesn't feel those, like those there's... prepaid
1: envelopes are expensive, from yeah. what I've heard. Like that's what keeps the price up.
0: Mm. It, it feels like there's really nothing has completely replaced uh, rentals. Yeah. I don't think. It, like I don't
2: if... think it's so much the prepaid envelope so much as the cardboard insert that protects the disc.
3: Oh, so
1: that that's something
2: too. they do that Netflix doesn't do. Netflix just gives you a sleeve. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, well that also like slightly increases the price of shipping if there's any sort of weight component to it It's weird
3: Uh,
1: video games are weird but yeah nothing's really replaced game rentals but you can't really make a game rental shop work so basically we
2: just have learned to do without the only rental shop that I know that chain that I know exists is uh, probably family video yeah I don't think I've ever seen one of those out in my neck of the woods
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's regional stuff. It's just like... Big chains. Kaput.
2: You can rent porn from family video. (laughs) That
1: probably is part of what's kept it alive. (laughs) Yes. Although it does make a question of like... You can't rent porn (laughs) from any of the non-family videos.
2: (laughs) Uh, It is called family video because there's something for every member of the family. There's something for Everyone. What a story. <laughs> Which, maybe Nintendo should learn a lesson. Maybe they wouldn't edit their games so much.
1: What again you going gonna...
0: nope, to... Nope, they want to maintain that image.
1: Their ratings are hard.
2: Also, so, government re- ra- ratings institutions need to die. Ratings institutions also need to die.
0: It's, and the, it's nice to dream. Hardware
2: developers need to, you know ignore the fact, or accept the fact that some people might want adult content and let games get AO ratings if they're not going to get rid of ratings boards.
0: It's nice to dream. Dream the dream, man. Dream of... What were we talking about again? Oh, yeah. Services. Yes. Oh, we lost Dave. Uh-oh. Well, this is a great time for a musical interlude. Please enjoy this track from Gravity Rush. Dose. Alright, let's move on to our next question, which is uh, from Shaman. And it is, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is announced for 2017 in all territories. How realistic is this? Not very. But why?
2: Because if Persona 5 taught us anything, this is a game won't be ready.
0: Yeah, but we... That's that's true, but we honestly have no idea how long it's actually been in development.
2: If I were to
1: hazard a guess, probably since a little before Xenoblade Chronicles X came out in Japan.
2: Well, I do know that Monolith Soft was working on something like that. They mentioned it as far as back as like back in the summer, but I don't think that was this. That might be something else perhaps some sort of like 3ds title like if i were to guess like
1: pre-production at least on xenoblade chronicles 2 probably started before x was out but as for like how long it's been in full-scale production who knows we know nothing about the game yeah so except that it's an actual direct sequel to xenoblade and that they had a trailer that looked pretty impressive
2: and it's even more anime than ever (laughs) now no i'm fine with that just go full anime it's their roots. <laughs> it will be better than X's completely lifting character models from <laughs> freaking
1: Xenosaga. X was X had like this aesthetic that was very uh Xenosaga episode two porcelain anime doll.
2: Mm-hmm. And was, the, well, there's also dolls in the game, so that works. <laughs>
0: Haha.
2: I see. Although they what renamed you've done. Those skills. <laughs>
0: Hey, reduce, probably a reduce reuse, recycle. Come on now.
1: Yeah, like... <laughs> for two, it looks good. I want to play it. Uh, I would imagine that Nintendo is trying... Like, every statement Nintendo has made is that they're aggressively attempting to pursue... Like, they're terrified of content gaps. But it's a question of, like, what they intend to fill those content gaps with. Like, Super Smash Bros. for Switch is guaranteed to be announced at some point this year. Yeah, but will it be a port? It's going to be a port. The latest game. <laughs> it's going to be a port. Yeah. They might announce an actual new one sooner uh, after after that, but like the they will have a port of Smash for uh, Switch that will probably have everything from the Wii U version, maybe some characters, maybe some stuff from the 3DS version, and probably a couple new characters. And I suspect it will be out this fall.
0: Yeah, I already sold off my Wii U copy.
2: I have played. mine and I haven't sold it so I should probably get on that at some point I haven't even play, played the Wii U version I, bought. I, I did the 3DS version for review and I kind of oh. didn't touch it at all after that mm-hmm. I sold that version and got the Wii U version and haven't touched it
1: yeah like other things that they probably have somewhere in the pike is like Pikmin 4 has supposedly been in development for like 4 years at this point who knows what I that is I think it was
2: originally a Wii U game
1: <laughs> It probably was, but it was also probably one of the first things that they were like, let's just make this a Switch game instead. <laughs> like I would imagine a lot of these projects sort of floated around waiting until like they had finalized hardware design ideas for what the Switch was at least going to look like and then have sort of bounced around from there. If I were if I were Nintendo, I'd probably consider porting Xenoblade Chronicles X forward as well, just sort of because it has no, like, it's another thing that no one played. I don't know I, how it'll work because it had a it? very large integration with the gamepad. It did? It did, but at the same time, if you just try a if you just ignore that
2: for a little bit, they can probably do it, so like,
0: so, I mean, mm. you can play You probably it.
2: have to pause the game to access menu stuff then. I mean, yeah. you could uh, play
0: it on the gamepad only, so uh, it can't be Don't that play hard it that to...
2: way. It's actually really hard to read.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. But it's possible. That's,
2: that's, a, that's, a yeah. prob- that's the thing I hate most about the HD generation introduced. Small, tiny text. you got big TVs, but the text is still tiny.
1: Yeah, it's actually smaller. But, uh...
2: Yeah, so, like, it's the, like the, the other, TV, you get the, tech, the smaller text kits.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like the, the GamePad's issue is that like the game is meant to run at an HD resolution, but the GamePad's resolution was lower than HD. Mm. So you ended up with really tiny text. Unless the game was like optimized, <laughs> like, hey, run this on the GamePad, we will do I don't, I don't know
2: what for a super tiny text or the super blurry text, if you didn't have an HDTV and you decided to play Dead Rising and wouldn't hurt your eyes. Oh, oh man. Dead Rising, Rising
1: One. Yeah, Dead yes, Rising yeah. One on a SDTV.
2: I played that. That's a nightmare.
1: Maybe don't do that if you can help it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that was was not good. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Now, now, nah, 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 we have gone farther uh, afield with this question.
1: Up next, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. It looks fun.
0: <laughs> I am. I'm murdering this question. that version. And we're moving on. We're moving on.
1: The Inkling version.
0: Yes. So Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Uh,
1: Yay! Picture Probably not coming out this mark. year, but it's. But who knows? Maybe we'll find out in another direct where they announce another five games.
2: Hmm. All right. Although uh, I'm very looking forward to the very saga-like naming of Octopath Traveler.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm excited for Octopath Traveler, even though I'm terrified that it might be a Silicon Studios joint.
0: Well, we shall see. Maybe it'll be better than Bravely Defart. Ah, uh, all right. Next question. Hey, I like that game series. <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't much care for Bravely, and I don't much care for 3D dot game heroes. So I don't have much uh, love in me for Silicon Studios.
0: Okay. Next question. Uh, where is the next question? why do you feel like Scalebound would be cancelled so far into development? How bad does a game have to be to be cancelled when bad games are released all the time? Budai. I don't know that it has to be, like, I don't know that it has to be bad per se,
1: although being bad is generally a good gateway to getting (laughs) cancelled. From what I've heard, like, Microsoft and Platinum had different ideas of what the game should be. Yeah,
2: I'm willing to bet it's entirely Microsoft's fault. (laughs) Probably a little bit. I mean, bit. look what they did with Legends. They did, they wanted to uh, probably do things with Legends that Lionhead didn't want to do.
1: It's it's one of those things where like. Being bad will kill a game, but also just like, if the publisher and developer can't come to terms on what the game actually is,
2: then the publisher is always going to win that fight.
0: Well, I played the beta of yeah, Legends and, and it was and kind I of bad. And I would not be
2: surprised at it, this point if Leg- Crackdown 3 also gets cancelled.
0: No,
1: they just brought ca- Crackdown 3 up as another of our exciting games coming out. So I think they... Well, at until least they decide time. not to. Yeah, yeah. But it would be a weird game to bring up when they were... When, uh, as one of the things you can still look forward to now that Scalebound is dead.
0: But was anyone actually looking forward to Fable Legends? Because it was bad.
2: No. Bad game. Well, well, I only know that Fable is bad, but, <laughs> like, but that I mean, Legend, that legend perhaps. could be well, bad.
0: Oh, I played it. It was not good.
2: <laughs> was but not you good. played the demo?
0: No, I played was, the beta. there was a beta at one yeah. point. It was not good. <laughs> I think I probably deleted it after playing it.
2: So That was probably rightly (laughs) cancelled.
1: But yeah, it's one of those things where, like, being bad is often the reason for being cancelled. I will admit that, like, I am often the one that swings... That's, like... Just because something looked neat, like, there's a reason you probably didn't get to play it. But at the same time, like... Scalebound, like, everything I've heard from the people that, like, reported on the fact that it was cancelled before it was cancelled was that, like it was a situation where like Microsoft really wanted it out at a very specific point. Uh, it was causing some degree of like, like, don't, don't listen to things that I say because this is broken telephone from like things I was reading about, like right when it got canceled, but like, you know, uh, Microsoft really wanted it out at a specific time and like Hideki Kamiya and Microsoft couldn't come together on what the game actually was going to be when it was finished.
2: Hmm. So it's they probably great. wanted to make it a multiplayer-only
1: joint, and he was like, no. It probably wasn't, like, multiplayer-only, but they probably wanted a stronger emphasis on that. Ugh. But hey, you can play Halo Wars 2
2: next month. Uh. Fuck that. Oh, I, shit. Oh, crap. Heard oh. Halo, <laughs> Halo Wars wasn't a bad game, it's just, eh.
1: I, Yeah, I have no animosity towards the game itself, more is just like, who wanted that? <laughs> Uh, i'm I'm, I, I,
0: game. I, I'm not gonna say anything else about that because i'll probably swear
1: yeah you just like <laughs> i love that you realized you swore and then swore in response <laughs> <laughs> uh, we live in a wonderful world uh. hmm
0: uh, where was I? Uh, I was going to say that uh, Blizzard cancels reportedly good games all the time. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to cancel yeah. things beyond just the game is bad. The our profile. It it doesn't...
1: Half Life
0: 3. A lot.
1: <laughs> Half Life 3 probably never really entered production. Yeah. Uh...
0: But, you know, I, I think a lot of people usually think, well, the game's almost done. Why not put it out? Well, you know, they have to market it, they have to. Uh, Like, manufacturing and marketing are really,
1: like, invisible expenses to the consumer.
0: Yeah. And not only that, but also they have to uh, get it rated. They have to... I'm sure there's some fee for getting it on digital storefronts, although...
1: Microsoft probably doesn't have to worry about that, because they probably would have only run it on their own storefronts anyway. Right. But, Mm. yeah... Well wasn't there But a, for a general sense case.
0: Wasn't there gonna was there gonna be a Windows version too or was it Xbox? There
2: only? was, but it probably would have only come out in the Windows store. Yeah. How often does a game get cancelled only to relaunch on another platform though? So uh, I wouldn't mind seeing scalebound on the Switch. Like it's Microsoft owns the IP. Mm. Do they? Yeah. Well that's That part like, we'll take,
0: that. that take the game and
2: redesign it from the for, for, aesthetically and just have it be spiritual successor.
1: Yeah, I, I. The problem is, I actually really like the idea of like random like techno nerd in the Dragon Pass fantasy. Hmm. But yeah,
0: why do they have to only? Why does Microsoft have to be terrible? They are terrible. <laughs> We've
2: Uber all done terrible have things. Have exclusives by paying companies lots of money to have exclusivity rights for temporary you no know, bouts of
0: time And I praised them a lot last episode let's pretend let's pretend that didn't happen can we pretend that didn't happen
2: is it worth buying um that Inifune game
0: uh what ReCore yeah ReCore yes ReCore is awesome and I don't think I'm pretty sure it had barely any Unifune in, influence by more concept? Uh, I think it was more, uh... It's uh, the other studio. The former, uh... Retro guys. We think, I really think Inafune and his crew mostly contributed on, like, the whole... the basic concept. Mm. And probably the whole development was the former Metroid guys. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna take a... Brief musical interlude. We'll be right back. Next question is from Budai again. What do you, you think about the so-called Zelda cycle, which is named after Zelda series, but applies to a lot of series, uh, such as Sonic, which I think is what most people think that of that. Well, Where, well, Sonic
1: Sonic's cycle is very different. Okay, that's tr-
0: that's true. That's true. Where the newest game is hated, but when the next game comes out, then it's loved. Mm. That's very specifically
1: like the 3D Zeldas that get this because they're the ones that grab yeah.
0: attention. And I think it's more recent ones anyway. I think it's a relatively recent phenomena.
1: Uh, it, like, you can
0: date it back to, like, people being pissed off at Majora's Mask
1: until Wind Waker was announced. Yeah. But, uh. Probably. It's one of those situations where it's like Wind Waker also has like a weird tale Because people were pissed off at it until it came out After which it became like much harder to
0: criticize it
1: mm-hmm. It's like every criticism of Wind Waker gets conflated with the idea that you just hate its art style
0: How dare they make Toon Link Oh my god people my uh, eyes Sword because the glorious cartoony
2: Nintendo's mandatory motion controls ruined it for a lot of people
0: yeah, screw that. It like, doesn't are awesome. work
2: without the motion controls, though. So good. I'm not so sure that's true because you could have just used easily used the right analog stick on a pro controller. Nah, yeah, but that would same. require you having a pro controller.
0: Uh, it's not the same though.
2: That wouldn't be the first turn to Nintendo though requiring you to have something for a game.
0: Yeah, but
1: like it doesn't. You don't get the same sense of connection. I'm a big fan of Skyward Sword. But it's it's one of those things where like I think part of it is just that like when the game is new everyone's talking about it. And, like until there's a new another new one to talk about. I know then that people once... pooped on Grease's F for a while. Oh,
0: yes, man. and I shouted yep. at all of them and waved my fist.
1: Yeah, I'm still I'm going to continue to poop on Axelia until like
2: I apparently a bit of apparently Brasuria is really good. I hope so. It's I, I requested code for that, but I haven't heard a peep out of them. It might maybe I'll still get one, but it's not likely at this point. I'm excited for whatever Namco announces
1: as the Switch Tales of game. They admitted something exists, but Ooh.
2: but uh, it's probably a port of another game. It's probably Berseria.
0: Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'll buy why there? Be,
2: that would be the place I would play it. I'll just wait until that happens then
1: but uh but yeah like yeah Tales of to a lesser extent gets this but like I I think it's a lot that just like when it's the newest game in a franchise it's what everyone talks about regardless of if they like it or not because it's the new one and then once it's no longer the newest one to out, then people who didn't like it just play the newer one, hmm. and the people who loved it are the only ones left talking
2: about it. I wonder if this also applies to Rogue One because I like Rogue One, and a lot of other people hated it. But
0: really, I think Rogue it's one.
2: because I think it's because they wanted a more character-driven story, and How the can movie isn't Rogue about one? that because all these characters are disposable and they're and well, it's a war movie, and a lot of characters die, so they're not going to spend a whole lot of time developing them
1: like the interesting thing about I'm not going to go on this for too long but the interesting thing about Rogue One's characters was that they existed to show that certain kinds of people exist in Star Wars but they weren't important of themselves Mm. so you get like people that actually have religious devotion to the Force or people like people that are reluctantly part of the Rebel Alliance that sort of person that fills out the background of like a society but isn't necessarily the hero But that's a broader, different story that's not
2: even a video game. Remember when mm. there were Star Wars video games?
0: Yeah. That was fun.
2: When will that happen again? Star Wars video games that aren't Battlefront? Uh,
1: Amy Hennig's making a new one. I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah, remember when Square Enix got a hold of the Avengers rights? That was weird. A day it ago. Is? Yeah, that <laughs> happened a day ago.
0: Yeah. That's uh, IDOS yeah. Montreal's
1: new project.
0: I
2: don't understand. You mean like the old TV show Avengers? <coughs>
1: no, no, I mean Marvel's Avengers.
2: Oh. So what Disney actually let them?
1: <laughs> yeah, like they they are the current licensee for the for Avengers like
0: related products. Well, you know what I have to say to that?
2: Well Sonic like Disney has its own game studio.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Remember Avalanche Studios? They're WB
1: now.
0: And they're making cars.
1: They're making Cars Why? 3 with Disney
0: Infinity engine. Would there have to be another Cars game? Do you realize how much? I wanna murder everybody who's responsible. That. I don't want to play Cars 3. Car- Too bad, cars you're gonna bad play Cars 3 until so. you're
1: dead. <laughs> oh yeah, I also realized that at the top of the show I failed to advertise Yakuza Zero. Yakuza Zero is out and it's really, really good. Yeah. Should, I beat up I gave a it
2: Nine
1: and a half. Yeah. Or the
2: equivalent of nine and a half.
1: I beat up like the giantest man ever who talked about how he wanted to be the strongest living creature named Mr. Shakedown.
2: (laughs) Uh, That took some effort. I had to do hit and runs on him just to wear him down. Yeah, yeah, same. He's super tough. He's so fun to fight.
0: I discovered that karaoke is serious business. It's so good. Not to be made light of. (laughs)
2: It's got nothing on Miku's rhythm game though. I I find that that rhythm game is too hard to follow.
1: Yeah, the rhythm like it's actually easier to follow in Zero than it was in previous games, but it's still like kind of hard to tell where it's going to go next just to a glance at it. Yeah, because Zero is really good, and it's also an RPG. Please play
2: it. It's got random battles.
1: <laughs> it does. Also, you can get you can. Uh, oh man, I really love this. This was like a joke for everyone who's ever played a Yakuza game in the past. The traditional artful dodger quest has been replaced with you being the artful dodger, <laughs> and it's how you learn
2: dodging moves. Uh, it's also, a quest related to Dragon Quest
1: Three. A Q... cute. They, they even they the localizers even went to the trouble of like Dragon Quest Three like the fake Dragon Quest 3 that they give you out Kude Quest like the kid rattles off a alliterative subtitle the same way that like they title Dragon Quest games in the US it's really good, it's so good you learn a heartwarming story about fatherhood
2: and they teach a woman how to be a proper Man in Atrix <laughs> yeah Oh, man. Like, one of my favorite stupid conversations... I swear Kiryu's quests are weirder than Majima's. <laughs> it's because Kiryu
1: is a good straight man, whereas Majima should be the weirdness in his uh, in all of his gameplay. But, uh... I love uh, that, like... Well, like the dialogue is really sharp like there's just like the bit where like right at the beginning where you're being taught your second fighting style and he's like this guy here he's a he's a fisting artist and Kiri just like is, is this a sex thing <laughs> and, and he's like oh no no punch out artist a punch out artist you know you know he pays people and they, they people pay him and they try to punch him so this is a is this, so this
2: is a BDSM thing no no <laughs> I found that the breaker style for Majima is a good crowd clearer. Oh, uh, that's the
1: breakdancing style.
2: Yeah, and then the slugger one's good for just killing things when you're not in a tight space.
1: Yeah, you got the that's the hidden fourth style that both characters have, right?
2: Mm. No, I think they that that one's the third one.
1: Yeah, no, I'm just saying that there is a hidden fourth style for each character.
2: The weapon style
1: not a weapon style for both of them like uh, I don't want to talk about it because it's kind of spoilers apparently because you kind of have to dig for it to find it but there is Mm. apparently a fourth style for each character. I might not have done that sub quest yet. Yeah like it's based on their appearances in later games it's like Dragon of Dojima and Mad Dog of Shimano Mm. uh, The style switching system was actually a really nice boon and just the way that they changed all of the uh they, that they redid everything to be built around, like, the, it's surreal in-game economy. It's like, instead
2: of experience points, you get cash, and you spend that on everything.
1: It's great, though. Like, they, <laughs> right at the beginning, like, you, you you talk to, like, Old Foreigner, and he's like, you could be stronger if you just invest in yourself. What? Invest in myself. And then he just explains, put money in yourself. <laughs> I'm like it, it, no attempt is ever made to explain this abstraction because Kiryu is immediately like so you mean like purchase a gym membership and he's like no that's stupid do this oh, you've literally got a slot on your chest just put money in it <laughs> yeah you just put money in yourself <laughs>
0: that money who knows where it's going
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, because 0 is so so good I'm so glad we got it fantastic localization job too yeah. And they've like they've finally cleared up all of the cruft that like some of the earlier games inherited from like Yakuza One's awful localization. So I'm really excited to see Yakuza Kiwami so that we can get a version of Yakuza One that plays
2: well and is localized well. I can play it chronologically and just go from zero or from Kawami to two and be mystified at how horrible the combat is the, co- the combat in two is not great but it's
1: passable unlike Yakuza 1's which is broken mm. like the combat in Yakuza 1 straight up doesn't work cause like there's no auto tracking on what you're doing
2: mm. nice so, like, you'll
1: start attacking, and then the enemy will dodge out of the way, and then you'll be committed to, like, five more animations.
2: And the only thing that bothers me in Zero is that sometimes it's hard to grab objects to beat enemies with. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll either grab the enemy, or you'll just miss. Because it won't register.
1: Yeah, yeah. They've, they've really de-emphasized grabbing items as a whole over the past few games. overall, like, top-notch localization job, top-notch, uh, like, absolutely excellent game, please. The series deserves to be bigger in the U.S. than it is.
0: And if you buy it now, you get a cool Apparently, business card holder.
2: I saw uh, a tweet somebody saying somebody saw an advertisement for it on, like, an electronic billboard near a gym that he was at. Well,
0: I hope so that's Sega's interesting. Pro- I hope Sega's promoting it. I certainly uh, would not have known the last one came out unless I worked for RPGamer. Gamer. <laughs> well, and knew Dave because Dave obviously was a big fan of the series. And I think we lost Dave from the call. So, uh, all right. Uh, before we completely delve into talking because uh, as a whole, uh, I was going to say back to the original question I think once a series kind of reaches a certain age the fan base is so big that you get to the point where different fans expect different things from each new game so you're always going to have these people just complaining that the new game is not, does not meet their exacting specifications
3: yep yep
2: uh- then there's the Mega Man cycle, which Capcom just keeps failing to do something good with Mega Man.
0: <laughs> I Listen, think you...
1: Capcom spent many years making hundreds of Mega Man games, and none of them were good. I
0: don't. I don't think you can have a cycle <laughs> without any new games. I don't, I mean, well, no the no, cycle of a franchise. You can, you can still have a an
1: infuriation cycle.
0: I don't think your bicycle is broken at that point.
2: Yeah, the mobile ports of the games are apparently not that great because they're actually ports of an older mobile version, which
1: it's aren't... actually not that uncommon. The Dragon Quest, the early Dragon Quest uh, game ports are also uh, on the fo- on cell phones. They're actually also based off older cell phone versions. They were just better older cell phone versions. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, at this point, all I want Capcom to focus on is making. Monster Hunter Generations double X. Double cross. Double. (laughs) Double cross much better than the original. And then make a further expansion. For obvious reasons.
2: Has has X, X been announced for localization? Think it's
1: uh, got a weird
2: name. I feel I, like it's probably it, it just be generations two. Yeah, uh, generations ultimate more likely.
0: Something like that. Uh, considering how, considering how well generations sold, I would be very surprised if. Uh, it's it's really just a question of if they think they can get away with doing uh, like
1: the upgrade cycle yeah, in prob- the US that prob- they do in
0: Japan. And I think they can, to be honest.
1: They developed enough of a following that they probably can get away with it.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. I do wonder
2: if we end up seeing a double uh, X switch port just as a show of good faith. I really want that Great Ace Attorney series to come, but apparently the Doyle estate is being stubborn about the Sherlock they, Holmes license. They can they can want whatever they want, but
1: like Sherlock Holmes has been out of copyright for like fifty years at this point.
2: Uh like
1: I think I the issue the you're going to run into in the is the that it's
2: just untranslatable because ex- Cause there's some pretty racist stuff in the Phoenix Wright games despite localization <laughs> efforts
1: like I'd say the bigger problem is just that like it's like it's a difficult game to localize because like half the jokes are like all the characters names are built around the idea of like this is what this is a joke that works if you mishear English and speak Japanese. And like they rename characters all the time, but it's also a situation where like a lot of the game is built around like characters making assumptions about each other based on the fact that they are from a different nation. And that's fitting of the 18th century mindset, but at the same time it's probably a little hard to market. It's a lot of little things. I hope it gets it comes over, because the other thing that's probably
2: out.
1: <laughs> Yeah, like, they just announced the second one. They haven't announced what platform the second game is for. Uh, but, like, the other issue that they're gonna run into is that selling Ace Attorney Great Ace Attorney 1 by itself is actually really hard, because it doesn't really end. It just stops.
2: Mm. So maybe like, they're waiting for the sequel and then they'll just package
1: both of them. I don't think they would package both of them together, but I do think that they would be much more confident about localizing both of them if they were, like, say, both on one platform that they could sell, like... Switch. Yeah, like, they if they're both... If port. they port the first one to Switch, then I think we will get it. But, like, th- there needs to be some guarantee of resolution, just because, like... There's tons of stuff in Ten Saiban 1 that, like... Just never resolves. Like it doesn't go anywhere because it's it's waiting for a sequel. And it's this, yeah. like it's the speed sort of, of things...
2: detective games. Detective Pikachu.
1: What the hell happened to that? Oh man, why didn't we get that? Why didn't we get the dream I- I'm gonna to having that with
2: Pikachu voiced movie. by Danny DeVito? <laughs> I'm I'm assuming we're waiting for the movie, and then they'll just cross market both of those. Oh, that'd be perfect. Again, I still just wish that
1: Danny DeVito hadn't said he wouldn't take it even if offered. So...
3: Because
1: that that trailer of uh, Detective Pikachu with like Frank from Always Sunny in Philadelphia clips layered over the voice scenes was the most amazing thing.
2: And they're definitely going to give him a cutie voice. It would be so like
1: in the the Japanese one didn't give him a
2: cutie voice. That was what made I know, but that's what they'll do well, because it's Nintendo of America.
1: We'll see what happens. Because Pokemon I, equals kids. <laughs> I just, I just, like, I'm just going to live in my dream world where, like, that's actually just an entire season of Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
2: Never saw that show. though.
0: It's, it's fantastic.
2: It's, I need, to, I need like, to watch that game, Peel. Like, the last, the last... <laughs> like one of the first T episodes of this season
1: was just like a oh. bunch of the they all went to a water park and a bunch of them got like trapped inside of a like slide meant for children and like mm. backed up so hard that one of the children like died and they just had to like force the, <laughs> force their body through a water slide it's that kind of show
0: Hilarious awful people, the show.
1: Yeah, basically. (coughs) In my endorsements for this episode. So is
0: it
2: like the second coming of Seinfeld then? Uh
1: Uh... it's Seinfeld if everyone was markedly more sociopathic.
0: If, (laughs) If you if you can I would say it's like the R rated Seinfeld. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, it has Roddy Piper in a few episodes.
1: Oh, yeah, he was a great, like, just background character. Bought into a timeshare and somehow won out on that deal. <laughs> this is not related to RPGs. An always-sunny RPG would be terrifying because no one could level up because that would imply human progress. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. We need to move on, dude. Alright, alright, <laughs> yeah. so moving on. Uh, next question. Uh, do either of you like the Musou game genre? Do you think there could be more RPG crossovers? I'm playing Dragon Quest Heroes now and really enjoying it. I like it more than Dynasty Warriors 8. Buda.
2: Yes, give me more Musou. All the Musou. All the
1: Musou. I like how you like put a note in here that you're like, oh, I expect Dave to rant about this. And it's like, nah, I like... Character action games are the evolution of beat-em-ups that are more my speed, but I have
2: nothing against Musou games.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, I'd say it's also, more... Also, I,
2: I totally expect the Switch Shin Megami Titsa game is not 5, and I think that's a 3DS game. I think it's going to be a Musou game. Maybe if based on Musou the Devil's Summoner.
1: If it were a Musou game, it probably wouldn't be advertising that it was an Unreal Engine 4 unless other Musou games are also in that.
2: Yeah, unless they're switching to Unreal Four, or, or it's either that or it's or it's a new Devil Summoner game. Devil Summoner seems plausible. Yeah, or a remake of the original. I still oh, think it's fine.
1: That'd be kind of neat.
2: <coughs> maybe maybe they could throw two in there and F in there as well. You know, but three su- different scenarios.
1: But I suspect that like the it that it's probably some flavor of RPG because it's like. It's using all those models that they pillar like they like Persona Five was their excuse to make HD models of every demon, and they're going to reuse those like a million times. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, so so Persona Five does have um, actual demons in it that you fight, not shadows.
1: Yeah, they're uh, well the the personas are also like the models, but yes, there are also actual demons that you fight
2: because that's one thing I didn't like about 4 is like oh it's just more shadows how lame <laughs> but yeah now like what i love for 4 to death it's just that was I can understand design. being underwhelmed
1: by the uh, enemy designs. but uh, yeah like 5 Who's Who's... All, the, all the things I've seen like they brought back
2: negotiation they're like actual demons so... we get hilarious conversations with demons again yeah One of the best lines I liked from Eternal Punishment was "Grab your asses and run." Maya was a fun character. (laughs) Yeah, like the the thing that makes Eternal Punishment frustrating is
1: just like, well, they like Maya's a fun character in Eternal Punishment, but she's more fun in Innocent Sin, where she's like she actually talks a lot more. (laughs) Yeah, like she's not the silent protagonist. Making her silent was the biggest problem with Eternal Punishment. Yeah.
2: Uh, I love Persona too. I basically never have a chance to talk about it with it's people. Like she, she was like the only not straight person in that game, and everybody else is a straight man. <laughs> but she's silen- so she can't be the comedic relief.
1: Yeah, I do love uh, the trick that to po- the Innocent Sin poles were like, Lisa gets the dignity of being called Lisa for like five minutes, and then frickin' Eikichi renames her Ginkgo and then she never gets to be called Lisa
2: again. <laughs> I still need to play Innocence it's really or good. the original Eikichi's, Persona.
1: Eikichi's super Persona 1 hasn't aged very well. Like It's got an interesting story but it hasn't aged at all well. And its ending just sort of comes out of nowhere. But uh, but yeah, Eikichi and Ginkgo and Yuko and Maya are all great party members. And Jonah's great too, but he's also kind of a late game arrival. Play Persona 2. I love it. It doesn't play as well as 3 or 4, and it's a very different
2: structure, but it's got an amazing like, crazy story. It's got a fancy Star 2 style combat system. It does. And it's
0: cheap. Play it on your Vita. But hey, we're supposed to be talking about Musos. Yes.
2: Uh, Musos, Fire Emblem Warriors looks fun.
0: Yeah. Um, it seems like...
2: I, I don't know anybody who would be possessed by the new 3DS version at this point, though. You, I, I'm trying to think of a like switch. the cross-section of people who
1: invested in the new 3DS who won't be investing in a Switch.
0: <laughs> or can't get one. Or can't afford it. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a lot of a lot more than um, you think. So, if if I was looking at a Switch
2: version versus a new 3DS version, I'd think I just hold out until I could get the new th- the Switch version.
0: Yeah. Especially for this kind of game. And not uh, so
2: much fire. Yeah, I highly doubt there'll be cross-save support. because doesn't oh, yeah, no Nintendo
0: Doesn't do yeah. well. Um, but I think. The musou genre in general seems to produce some of the best games from different licensed properties, and that's not to say that, like, Dynasty Warriors Where's or my oh, Samurai musou. Warriors hasn't produced any good games, but they, I just don't think those historical settings are as interesting as, say, um, wading through an army of slimes, for example. Here's my
2: dream musou idea, a Mega Man musou.
0: It
1: could be cool. Sometimes Vusos. it's fun Trackless to beat up a hundred people Switch. all at once. We're yeah. going to be two, three on Switch in, like, a year, depending upon how you're counting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> See, the thing about the, this genre, which for me can be kind of hit or miss, is uh, yeah, it's fun to wade through a bunch of soldiers, but I need, like, other objectives and like some kind of feeling of some sort of intense battle for it to be good. Which is why good. Hyrule Warriors job. is, is uh, the best, in my opinion. Because there's always stuff going on. You always have to run to different places. There's different, more difficult enemies mixed in. And Did you ever play
2: that's... the Arslan game?
0: Oh, Heroic Legend of Arslan No. 1? Is that one any good?
2: Yeah. That game seems to have a more story-based structure because the it's game will constantly sh- throw objectives at you, and it usually just means darting across the map instead of going back and forth.
1: It's based on like a popular series of Japanese fantasy novels.
2: Yeah,
1: Heroic Legend of Arslan is one of well, those things. Precisely, it's more
2: based on the anime remake of yeah, that yeah. series, but through a through a twisted tale, it is based on. Heroic Legend of Arslan which was a series of novels
1: that uh, also helped to put Yoshitaka Amano on the map
3: because mm.
1: he was the cover illustrator interesting though he's, he's uh, his art and history is old as the hills he worked at Tatsunoko in like
0: 1972
1: mm. so he's like kind of a uh, big uh, one like
2: if you've heard of classic anime series uh, Science Ninja Team Gatchaman he worked on that the Attack on Titan Musou game was very good too.
1: I feel like how well these turn out tends to be a, like question of how easy, how easily they're allowed to sort of rest on their laurels with the game. So like you get something like this to the North Star, and it's just kind of garbage. But like mm. you get something like Zelda, where it's like something they both care about and have like another developer that's
2: like, no, you're gonna no, you're gonna do this right. Uh, the Attack on Titan one is very different from any Musou game, too, because the way though the, the license does as far as I can tell, lend itself super cleanly to traditional Musou. So but it ends yeah. up playing a lot like the 3DS game, but just significantly better.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Fair enough. You know, what I was kind of disappointed in was uh, the first Dragon Quest Heroes...
1: I like Dragon Quest Heroes just for, like, fitting the aesthetic and style yeah. right, and the second one looks
0: interesting. Admittingly, sort of, like, I didn't play a massive ton of it, because I got bored with it, obviously, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I Maybe I was expecting it to be too much like Hyrule Warriors, which probably isn't fair.
1: If you want another Hyrule Warriors, it's probably going to be what Fire Emblem Warriors yeah. is like.
0: Uh, but I... We just recently picked up the Xe game uh, Fate Extilia Which I'm actually finding pretty fun I'm still pissed off That Dragon Quest Heroes is not called
2: Dragon Quest Warriors I need to watch more Fate so I can actually get that game I still need to finish Zero And watch the Unlimited Blade Works
0: Well as far as I I don't actually know anything about the franchise at all But apparently it's A sequel to the two PSP games Only one of which we got
1: Fate Zero, which was like a pretty weird sort of like Persona-esque
0: construction. Hmm. Yeah. All I know though is um, yeah, it's pretty looking and I beat up things, so am not really paying that much attention to the story.
1: Fate Zero was like if you played a Persona dungeon to figure out the answer to rock, paper, scissors.
3: Hmm.
1: <laughs> but it's pretty decent otherwise. Uh, But, yeah, I'm still pissed off that Dragon Quest Heroes is not called Dragon Quest Warriors. Uh,
0: But (laughs) going back to the original question, I think that this...
1: Especially since
2: they already had a Dragon Quest Heroes name.
1: Yeah, Yeah. like, that was what they were going to call Rocket Slime, and we didn't get another Rocket Slime.
0: (sighs) Um, Yeah, back to the original question, I think that that I'm going to call it a subgenre. I don't necessarily really want to call it its own genre. I think it lends itself well to RPGs. Just like any kind of beat up type game does. Uh, like the, those characters, you're
1: already used to them killing hundreds of trash mobs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so unlocking new abilities, you know, maybe some elements. You sprinkle of some light
2: RPG elements over essentially a sort of smaller structure. I will say I like the Samurai Warriors 4 2 over Dynasty Warriors 8.
0: Yeah, if like had the, a more
2: RPG-like system where you leveled up skills and stuff.
0: I was a little disappointed in Dynasty Warriors 8.
1: I feel like the the whole Dynasty uh, core brand has actually taken a backseat a lot to the like broader It well, uh, like, gives, gives,
2: gives them more time to come up with ideas for an actual sequel, instead of just yeah. a, and yet another installment of the Warriors series. <laughs> I still think one of my favorite you can only redo um, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms story so many times.
1: Yeah, tell that to Koei's Romance of the Three Kingdoms fifteen. <laughs>
2: no. Yeah, they they need to. Well, not fifteen. It's thirteen at this point.
1: Yeah, no. I'm just saying that like fourteen is next, and then 15, by the time that like there will be someone like two years in the future that just randomly happens upon this podcast again.
2: Well, the, the further refinements. That's what they're that's what they exist for. Yeah. Or it's more like or, or it's like Madden where they just you know hey we did we did things we, we should have done before.
0: <laughs> I, no, wait, I, I was wait. so annoyed no, when Power no. Up
2: Kit for Power Up Kit for Marence of the Three Kingdoms was announced. I was like why didn't you just wait until you did this for an-
1: <laughs> This discussion is over because I've already just had the best idea in human history which is Madden Muso. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, just imagine that. Like, sit there and and think with me. And, like, the ultimate, like, your army's morale goes up as Madden makes stronger (laughs) proclamations from the commentary box about how you're scoring more points and can win the game now. Oh, my God. Think about how good this idea is. This is the best idea I've ever had. (laughs) This
2: is amazing. win football games by default by just completely mauling the opponent's...
0: We'll yeah. just, you could just have it as like... It'll
2: be like a football version of uh, Super Spike V-Ball or
0: Dodgeball. We'll just have it as like almost a regular football game, except the other team has <laughs> thousands, <laughs> thousands just of players. You're ramming
1: through thousands of defenders. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy at this idea. Uh, Where do I get a direct line to EA
2: to pitch this? it uh, would be the one it, football game I actually play.
1: But yeah, the other thing I was going to say is that I still love that Dynasty Warriors in America has a higher number than than Japan, because in Japan they had the good sense to like rename Dynasty Warriors such that you wouldn't think it was a sequel to the awful fighting game on PS1. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, there hasn't been a Dynasty Warriors release for two years. Uh,
0: didn't... Has it been two years? When did Empires... Yeah, That's Dynasty when Warriors Empires 8 out.
2: Empires, right. February 2015. Right, so. Are you interested in that Godseeker's Tactics RPG? Yes. That does sound like a wheel thing.
0: <laughs> when does that come out? When do I inject that into my veins? I
2: think it only recently came out in Japan. Oh sad
0: face. Uh, I do want to play Dynasty Warriors Empires, though. Because I feel like that's a better way for me to digest that series. I didn't like it at all. No?
2: No, Uh, Because I feel like it's trying to be too much... It's it's trying to cater to the Dynasty Warriors crowd and the Romance of the Three Kingdoms crowd and it does not do create neither of those. I think those games are better separate rather than together. Oh, I'm still just lost in
1: Madden Moose now. Mike, I'm not <laughs> going to be able to do anything for the rest of my life.
2: I think there was an Empires game that was like a tactics type. I think it had tactics in the title. So... There's dynasty tactics if you in like in the PS two
1: generation. Hmm. I love that like think about that. Think about just the idea of being having like this cross section of how much strategy do you want? You can have dynasty warriors vanilla, you can have dynasty warriors empires, you can have dynasty tactics, or you can go all the way to Romance of the Three Kingdoms.
0: Choose your own dynasty.
1: And they're all Romance of the Three Kingdoms. <laughs> like an entire product portfolio that's just different takes on romance of the three kingdoms
2: or if you're playing the samurai variant uh, the Sengoku arrow
1: (laughs) they never had as I think there were samurai warriors empires and but there was never like you couldn't have uh, samurai tactics sadly
0: got those Samurai Warriors Empires, as well.
2: There were a couple of those. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. It's, it's, I think it's even more boring, though.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Muso, Muso, Muso.
1: Well, this question was worthwhile because I got to say that yes, I don't hate Musou games, yes, I am interested in Fire Emblem Warriors, and yes, Madden Musou is the best idea I've ever had. And it's all about, downhill from I here. About what Warriors, I about Warriors so.
0: Orochi. The uh, yeah, yeah, there Musou.
1: Was, I think Warriors Orochi's newest one is going to have Atelier characters in it. it uh, Atelier.
2: Uh, yeah. Musou All-Stars. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, the, the last, from, the last Warriors from, from, Orochi um, did have an uh, mm-hmm. Atelier character in it, though Atelier. What What's the official pronunciation again? Atelier. Thank you. Atelier. Atelier. Or Atelier,
2: yeah. depending on where you're from.
0: Yeah, the The ultimate <laughs> version of Warriors Orochi 3 had a character from the series in it. And I believe it was some dude and not one of the female leads, which is kind of annoying. I think characters from uh,
2: um, Knights of Azure are in this uh, All Stars game.
0: Oh sweet! As well, it's a game I need to play some more of. Uh, I'm already gonna be playing a lot of Gust this year. Oh, pause. Alright, so I think we've pretty much wrapped up Muso talk, Muso hour. What about,
2: what about No More Heroes, Muso?
0: Oh,
1: man. <sighs> well, no More Heroes is already halfway to being that.
0: <sighs> I want that now. Damn you. Damn you to hell.
2: Um, oh, I still need to to strike play the second again. Game. It's good. I have to rebuy this the same game, because I think I sold mine. Because I need money for something else.
3: <sighs>
2: but yeah, like it's interesting, because like,
1: this new game, whatever it is, he won't, like... Uh, Goichi Suda won't commit to the idea that, oh, this is specifically No More Heroes 3. He just says it's a new game featuring Travis in the No More Heroes universe. But... Uh, it's actually the first game he's directed since No More Heroes 1.
0: Mm. See? It's totally no Musou heroes.
1: No Musou or heroes? It's no. actually
2: just going to be a wrestling game. <laughs> there, there's an idea. W, w, um, Raw. De- Musou.
1: <laughs> Raw versus SmackDown, Musou. Oh
0: my god.
2: Oh my god or TNA just,
0: just have like or a, any of those just have like a giant ring and fill it with thousands of wrestlers <laughs> oh, oh now I'm just god. thinking
1: about that drill tweet oh, sh- I excuse me my why, why
0: aren't all these things things right, who summoned just... wrestlers to my yard
1: I desperately need stomach no, meds I'm afraid to go leave street the street house my <laughs> barret bath has already been suplexed <laughs> Like Street Fighter uh... Joke's on you. I actually love being body slammed by one dozen perfect wrestlers, and my mouth isn't full with blood. It's victory wine. Here's another idea. Mortal Kombat Musou. That's basically... Oh, man. <laughs> that That's would... just the next evolution of Shaolin monks. That
0: would be violent.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. If they can do Berserk in the Band of the Hawk, they can do Mortal Kombat Muso. All
0: right. I think are we musoed out?
1: It's, my mouth is full of victory wine. We're musoed out. Okay.
0: And our final question of the night: Do you talk to all NPCs and RPGs, or does it depend on the game? I found, as time goes by, I've been talking to them less and less. Budai.
2: That's all I live for in Trails of Cold Steel. Oh uh, yeah. That's trails is a really like special. Or, or case. Trails that's anything.
0: That's what I put as <laughs> <Yeah>. a note. <laughs>
2: Trails <laughs> that's is why that's it, why it, Trails and Cold Steel 2's running time for me before I finished the game was 127 hours. Oh yeah, I can see that. <laughs> like tail, Trails does so much to like everyone's
1: got a story. It's not a, necessarily a heroic le- adventure story, but it's a story
2: and it's worth hearing. And it changes depending on the current events.
1: <laughs> yeah, like they actually feel like they're living lives rather than being we like weird that
2: sort of does that, but
1: not really. Like, Dragon Quest does that, but it's also, like... Uh, like, the thing that makes Dragon Quest work is just that, like, Yuji Horii is more of a writer than most people that write games. Hmm. So, like, his uh, style
2: bleeds through, even if it's not as detail-oriented as something well, like Runner the... was really good about changing the, the dialogue hmm? based on the current events as well. Which PSP, one? The, the PS1 version specifically...
3: Hmm.
1: Man, I just started playing Dragon Quest Eight. That game's like coming home.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I'm definitely the same way as Budai. I've kind of done it less as time goes by and one thing you know, I noticed
2: is that the party talk feature which was first introduced in eight isn't all that developed because like the characters usually only say one thing based on what your location is or what the most recent story-related event was. Yeah.
1: Although they are generally pretty good about changing... Like, they don't like to... There's very few points in 8 where it's just a line of, like, ellipses, which can yeah. happen with
2: some of the ones where they added party like, talking Like, in, in 4 through 6, usually whenever you talk to someone, they'll immediately have something to say about it. But yeah. in 8, it's just based on current location and story development. Yeah but they are pretty good about like changing it
1: for every slight cutscene we'll get a new statement, which is pretty neat uh,
3: Dragon
1: Quest VIII still
2: haven't read more yet, but I'm close because I'm oh, at I'm like, so excited to the 42 hour mark I love Dragon
3: Quest VIII so much
2: like... to get more, you have to S-rank the arena, which is not hard just get good monsters yeah,
1: like just look up a guide for where all the good monsters are.
2: Also, are I tried. I tried challenging my S rank team or the team I beat S rank with. They completely yeah. beat me. I can't defeat them. <laughs> I don't have what it takes. I, I don't think you can control that battle either. It's random. So if I if I could control a battle, I'd win. <laughs>
1: yeah, all the changes they've made to Dragon Quest Eight mechanically are like A plus,
2: great. Uh, yeah, some 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 modders actually managed to mod the orchestral soundtrack from the Japanese version back into the game. That requires custom firmware and downloading ROMs, so, though. I would suspect that like we can probably blame Koichi Sugiyama at some stage
1: for why like we got the uh
2: non- yeah, I don't know order. why you're
1: stingy you with your license, but fuck you for that.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. he
1: is a very cranky old Japanese man who is
2: very busy denying the rape of Nanking, so yeah. Oh dear. Uh, well, uh, he Doesn't deny, he just denies the extent of the involvement. Yeah, well, it, it's one of those bad. situations where it's like, it's uh, like, oh, uh, well, like uh, it's
1: it's a shifting position where it's like either, it's like depending upon when you're asking, it's either it didn't happen much or it was fine, everything was fine. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: let's not go too far. Yeah, uh, I was going to say I was not a big fan of. The- orchestral soundtrack so I'm fine with, huh. with what's in there
1: I like the orchestral soundtrack a little better but I'm not like in if I'm not thinking about it it's still just oh this is good music
2: <laughs> some tracks are
1: better some aren't yeah some of them really benefited from the like sweeping
2: arrangement and some of them were just like eh, I kind of like the boopy version <laughs> <laughs> synths are good I think they did remaster it slightly, though, from the original PS2 release. The original Japanese PS2 release that only had the synth version? I remember playing the demo for 8 that I got in the Shonen Jump, and that it was using the original soundtrack from the PS2 release.
3: Huh.
1: The only demo I remember playing, I remember there was a demo that was packed in with PlayStation Magazine at some stage. It was probably the same demo. Probably, but I never checked the soundtrack man what a great like just The, wor- the like Dragon Quest 8 has like one of my favorite video game world maps
2: so it, it's not even really a map it's just like another field but yeah it feels organic
1: yeah like you wander around and like people will tell you like this you should go here and it's like oh yes I can follow
2: directions in this world because this world is detailed in the right way that you can the only thing needed. that bothers me about that feel is that you can't use his nose for treasure to find out treasure in the it's, region. That yeah,
1: you're in. like I got that's when nose for treasure is at its most useful but no but yeah, and all the, like the photo side quests are really cute, they give you a lot of good excuse to
2: sort of like stop and notice parts of the world. Some of the rewards are actually pretty good
1: yeah, like one of the first rewards you get is a skill seed like that's super good <laughs> but
2: uh, you also yeah. get a holy lance early
1: yeah yeah I was using that for a while Oh man and the way they made they changed the alchemy pot so that it's not just the worst thing in the world anymore
2: yeah it, <laughs> it no longer our recipes um, have a chance to fail but they are instantaneous now
1: yeah I, I was talking to a friend who had
2: never played the ps2 version and he got know, the only that and he downside was... is you can't get um, accidental duplicates
1: yeah. You win some, lose some. It's worth not having to run around in circles for the Alchemy Pot. But, uh... Yeah, like, my favorite... Uh, like, one of my favorite things that's happened so far is just, like, talking to a friend who hadn't played the PS2 version, and he was like, did the Alchemy Pot used to take time? And I was like, let me
2: tell you a story. <laughs> uh, yeah, 8 is so... so one thing true. that still bothers me about 8 is that there's no day night spell which is annoying yeah, because weapon shops are, and armor shops are only open during the day unless you're in Ortrusk and the shops shift between weapon or armor
1: yeah like it, it could use one just because like there are like there's, like there's a dungeon that you can only access like oh you have to go on top of this hill and wait at night wait until it's night <laughs> stuff like that which is cute and it gives the world more texture but at the same time like the ability to move the time around would be useful Xenoblade did that (laughs) Xenoblade was a game built around like okay we've just asked the player to do something obnoxious we need to put in a convenience feature to counteract the fact that it's obnoxious (laughs) and it worked Uh, yeah what a beautiful, detailed world! Please, please play Dragon Quest Eight. It's great.
0: And also buy Dragon Quest Seven, please. Also good. Not as good, but good.
1: Yeah, fight me.
0: <laughs> no, no, not today. Not today. Today is about Dragon Quest. Is what was this question? Positive again? <laughs> Dragon Quest. NBCs NPCs. and RPGs. Yes. Oh, NPCs and RPGs. Th- okay, so we didn't go completely. Uh, avoid
2: all NPCs and in- Oblivion because they all say the same goddamn
0: thing. Um, avoid oblivion. <laughs> yeah, that's just another tip.
1: Every Ignore red guard guard in the RPG past three RPG Elder Scrolls said game has been voiced by the same man. <laughs> Every red guard in an Elder Scrolls game since nineteen ninety
2: eight.
0: It seems terrible.
2: Although I'm, I imagine the NPCs in Skyrim also say all the same thing. They do.
1: You you talk to NPCs in Elder Scrolls until you realize the same thing that they're all going to say, and then you stop talking
0: to them. Yeah. But I think, to the original question, uh, that's probably why a lot of us stop talking to NPCs over time, because it was just like, oh, you finally... I know what you're going to say. You finally <laughs> get that, you know, a lot of it's... Pointless stuff, or they're just going to say the same things over and over again. So... Oh, I forgot to or, if playing,
2: or if you're playing old-school Lunar games, you get Bill Clinton jokes. <laughs>
0: uh, and there are that too. You've been burnt by Vic Ireland translations too much. <laughs> Sorry, Vic. You reap what you sow, sir. And there's Legend of Dragoon with its terrible localization. Uh. Well, it's a terrible game anyway, so who cares?
2: It's a slightly terrible game. I hate that game. The localization makes it worse, though. I hate that game.
0: So do we have any final thoughts on NPC nonsense?
1: Mm. Uh, Oh yeah, Persona 3 and 4 have really good NPCs because they're the same NPCs for the entire game but they all have their own little weird storylines.
0: Honestly, I think it's okay to have NPCs you just can't talk to if the alternative is just uh, they say boring things. I think what annoys me more in RPGs is
2: stuff I want to like search for hidden items in the background but they do nothing they're just there <laughs> so background items listen I want that gumball machine could be Tom
1: Servo in disguise
0: alright anyway uh, we're going to wrap this show up um, I don't know Questions, forum, stuff. Final thoughts, people?
1: Buy Yakuza Zero. I heartily endorse this event or product.
2: Another Musou idea. DC or Marvel Musou. Oh,
1: man. Kind of surprised that one hasn't happened, except for the fact that I just, I guess, like, TecmoCo, I don't have much relations with, like, Western IP holders.
0: Yet. They don't
1: have the relationship yet once they merge with Square Enix Just it's you all wait. downhill from there <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like uh, it'll be like Barkley Shit up in Jam Guidance Square Enix Goya
0: Square Tecmo Koei
1: Square Enix Goya
0: Namco Bandai Incorporated Square
1: Enix Goya is one of my favorite like sub- joke names a subsidiary of, of Sega imagine that now I'm busy imagining
2: Square Enix Goya
0: All right. Uh, da, da, da. That
2: reminds me. What the <laughs> They're taking their sweet time with Barkley too.
1: It's happening. Like they very occasionally they post more like info on Tumblr. I hope they're okay.
0: <laughs> Listen, they need time to create. Listen, oh, I need time anything- to
1: actually
2: finish the first Barkley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I played. Uh, I played demos of it at the last few packs. It was, it was always fun. All right, uh, I had a really good time just yelling at one of the guys who worked on Zach McCracken at the Thimbleweed Park PAX booth. It's the only time I was going to get to talk to an old
2: school adventure game creator about the FM Towns Marty. That's some amazing tunes on that thing. It is. He was very fond
0: of that version. All right. Any final I thoughts, actually projects anyone that's but... working on before we shut this down?
2: I'm talking about mainly like the sound capabilities of the whatever sound chip was in that thing. It was amazing. It's a good time. It's
0: good. Alright, well, on that note, uh, we will see you next time. Um jack is a muso. Uh what was i going to say?
2: He's kind of it already is kind of a muso. <laughs> I know. It wouldn't uh, even be hard.
0: I'm going I'm going to be doing a feature uh, about playing through a bunch of at layer games this year, so
2: I'm excited to make fun of him while oh, he would does. Would consider Dead rising to be a muso? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah,
0: uh, basically. Yeah, kind of.
2: Like with more RPG and at muso.
1: Like a lot of the fundamental appeal is fairly similar except for like like if if Musou games as they are are like painting a wall then Dead Rising is like painting a canvas and you choose your art supplies
3: hmm.
1: one of them is about steady work and one of them is about artistry
2: one of these days I'll play Nano Breaker
1: <laughs> oh
2: yeah I have a signed <laughs> copy of Nano Breaker
1: that was, a, that was a great time Prickin That's a a
2: game where you could Paint the walls Yeah,
1: you could change That's what color was. blood was In the options menu While you were in the middle of a fight <laughs> But yeah, no Koji Garashi was really happy that someone else Remembered that Nano Breaker had happened What on earth is happening? Who's got ripping guitars going on? Is that Yakuza? Oh yeah, it's probably Yakuza. Yes, it is.
3: Uh,
2: let's all just play Yakuza. Let's yes. all, go to, all, right. let's let's all go, go to the lobby. Let's all go to
0: the lobby. I haven't tried
2: any in the multiplayer, and I didn't even mention it in my review because, like, I don't it, like, i didn't even realize Yakuza. it had it until I saw it in the menu. Like, who's
1: gonna play multiplayer? Like, climax battle. Yakuza. Yeah,
0: climax. Oh god, am I still recording? Yes. Yeah. yeah let's see you next time.